<laughs> I think today is going to be a great day at the 10 News. I'm telling you, Pete, you've got to use Donatello against Super Shredder. It's the only way. Uh, okay, fine. You're right. What in the blue blazes is happening, Ryan? Good morning, Pamela. September 12th was National Video Game Day, and I missed it. So we're making up for it. Oh, boy. Are you just playing, or are we doing a whole gamer episode? I mean, I, I was just playing, but if we do a gamer episode, Cap can't get mad at me for bringing all these video games to work, right? That's not how that works, but we can try. I bet Kenny could even do a sports segment. That's a great idea. I'm Pamela Kirkland. And I'm Ryan... Ryan Willard, what are all these arcade machines doing in here? And is that my Nintendo Switch on your desk? It was all Pamela's idea. It's Wednesday, September 28th. And this is the Gamer episode of the 10 News. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... It's been another busy week in the news. And we've got the stories behind the headlines. Here are 10 things you need to know right now. First up in world news, protesters took to the streets in Iran to demand justice after a woman died in police custody. Aw, man. Masa Amini had been arrested by the morality police for not wearing her headscarf properly. The strict religious government in Iran polices how women dress and made it mandatory for women to cover their hair. The protesters' movement has spread to more than 80 cities with a goal to end police violence against women and change the strict Islamic government. In Russia, Russian citizens are protesting the war in Ukraine after a recent announcement by Russian President Vladimir Putin. Putin called up at least 300,000 Russian citizens. That means they have to join the military. What? Some of the protesters were arrested and then forced to join the armed forces. Others who were called up fled the country. That is bad. Republican governors in Arizona, Florida, and Texas have sent migrants to Washington, D.C., California, New York, and Massachusetts. Migrants are people who have traveled to the U.S. for work or even to escape violence in their home countries. The governors say their states are burdened by an influx of migrants, and they want President Biden to make immigration laws more strict. The migrants were sent by bus or plane, and some weren't told where they were going. Kids and even babies were in the migrant groups. Seriously? Democrats say Republican governors are endangering people to make a point. This is an outrage! In ocean news, scientists have discovered a potential new sea creature. Blue goo was spotted on the seafloor in the Caribbean. Although it's still a mystery, scientists think it could be some sort of coral, sea squirt, or even a sea sponge. Back on dry land, Tesla is recalling more than a million cars for faulty windows. Safety reports say the windows go up too fast and could lead to pinched fingers. Okay. This is a gamer episode, so I'm taking over the second half of the headlines for the gamer news I know you want. Pikachu? Ted Lasso and AFC Richmond will appear in FIFA 23. 
The next version of the popular soccer video game will feature characters from the Emmy Award-winning TV series Ted Lasso. Awesome! New York Comic Con has announced that on October 6th they will be premiering the teaser trailer for the new Super Mario Bros. film. The film features Chris Pratt as Mario, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, and Jack Black as Bowser. Mamma mia! Disney's D23 Day just happened and they announced a bunch of upcoming Marvel video games. Spider-Man 2 will be coming from Insomniac Games, who is also making a Wolverine game. No way! EA Motive is making an untitled Iron Man game, and Skydance New Media has an untitled Captain America Black Panther game that takes place during World War II. You know I'm a Marvel fan, so I am hyped! I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! The NFL has released their first ever virtual reality game. In NFL Pro Era, you play as the quarterback and it gets pretty intense and is a lot of fun. You can play through an entire NFL season or just do some drills and throw the ball around. NFL Pro Era is available on MetaQuest 2 and PlayStation VR. <laughs> Nintendo has released the teaser trailer for the much-anticipated sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and it's called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And after some crazy online debate, Nintendo has officially stated that it is Tears of the Kingdom, not Tears. I will certainly have Tears when I finally get to play it. <laughs> and that is the 10 things you need to know right now. Data transfer complete. By the way, tenors, World Teachers Day is on October 5th and we wanna hear from you. Who's your favorite teacher and why? Go to the10news.com slash contact and leave us a voice message or call 877-T-E-N-N-E-W-S and we might have you on the show. Pamela, who would you say is the GOAT? Is this a video game question? Because I know about GOAT Simulator and it seems like a lot of fun. No, I meant the greatest of all time. Oh, that's easy. Serena Williams. I couldn't agree more. And the 10 News' own Kenny Curtis is here to chronicle the incredible career of tennis legend, Serena Williams. When you think of tennis, what's the first name that comes to mind? If you said Serena Williams, you are probably not alone. Serena is basically the goat of the tennis world. And we're talking about goat like the greatest of all time, not the farm animal. Okay. But unfortunately, Serena recently made the decision to step away from the sport of tennis. Many consider it to be the end of an era, as Serena has dominated the sport for more than 20 years. Whoa. After announcing that she would return to the U.S. Open for what would probably be the last tournament before her retirement, Serena played in front of a sold-out crowd. She won the first two games, but ultimately lost against Australian Isla Tomljanovic in the third round. It was a hard-fought battle that lasted more than three hours. And the game averaged more than 4.8 million viewers and was ESPN's most-watched tennis match ever. And although Serena didn't emerge victorious, it doesn't take away from the brilliance of her career. Serena first started playing professional tennis in 1995 at the age of 14. Since her debut, she's won 23 Grand Slam singles titles, four Olympic gold medals, and 14 Grand Slam doubles titles. Yeah, she's that good. That's incredible. She's also known for competing with and against her older sister, Venus Williams. 
Serena's played against her sister 31 times in her career and holds the advantage with 19 wins. Together, the two have won 14 major doubles titles, and even though they were often each other's biggest competition on the court, they have always been in one another's corner and never let jealousy affect their close relationship. I love you. But despite her dominance in the tennis world, Serena's legacy extends far beyond the tennis court. She has truly redefined what it means to be a woman athlete. Throughout her years in the limelight, she has been unfairly criticized for her appearance, her work ethic, and professional demeanor. Serena received an onslaught of insults and harassment over everything from her outfit choices to her muscular build to showing her emotions on the court. Are you kidding me? And being a woman of color, she's also had to endure racist comments and harassments as well. It took years for her family to be respected by the tennis establishment, even though Serena and her sister were almost always two of the most talented players on the court. Come on! But Serena never let those attacks bring her down. She simply continued to dominate. She proved to the sports world that women, and women of color especially, could be competitive, strong, and assertive, while also feminine and in touch with their emotions. She's competed while pregnant and after giving birth, once again, showing the world that women can do anything men can do, and then some. Well, duh. For more than 20 years, Serena embraced being a woman and an athlete, and she made it possible for women and men everywhere to own their individuality and do the same thing. The impact she has left on athletics is invaluable. When announcing her retirement, Serena has been intentionally vague about the future of her tennis career. She stated that she's ready to, quote, evolve away from tennis, end quote, and hinted that the U.S. Open was probably her last tournament. Serena plans to focus on her family and growing her business and charity involvement. But in post-game interviews, she's made a point to say that she doesn't know what the future has in store. And she's even commented on Tom Brady's decision to come back and play again after he announced his retirement. Really? One way or another, Serena Williams has made it clear that she still wants to be involved in the world of tennis. And even if we never see her back on the court again, sports fans across the globe will be happy to have her involved in any way she sees fit. Serena Williams is definitely the GOAT. Absolutely. Oh, and stay tuned for some Serena Williams trivia later in the show. <sighs> I don't know, Rye. I just don't get Minecraft. Pamela, this is one of the greatest and most important games of all time. It's incredibly fun and good for creativity. Then Ryan, I think you need to break that down for us. Who better than the 10 News head writer? I got this. Also, I might have someone better that can help. This is the 10 News Explains Minecraft. Minecraft is probably the most influential sandbox game of all time. It's the brainchild of Swedish programmer Marcus Notch Persson and was released to the public on November 18th, 2011. Minecraft is also one of the best-selling games of all time, with 238 million copies sold as of April 2021. Wow! It's available on every gaming platform, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, and mobile. And the only game with more sales is Tetris, which leads me to believe that humans are obsessed with blocks. But I think we need to go right to the source. I've got 10 News correspondent Everett, who's played more Minecraft than anyone I know. Everett, can you please explain what Minecraft is? Hey, Tenors. What's up, old humans? Dude! I mean, what's up, grown-ups? 
Everett here and I'm just chilling. Minecraft is a fun, creative game where the world is one giant block. In this game, you're dropped into a huge, open world with mountains, forests, caves, plains, and oceans. But it's infinite. Like, it goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. But there's no specific goal or objective. The world is filled with blocks which you can destroy, remove, build, or replace. And the resources you collect help you build things. It's like you get to explore an open world with a whole bunch of Legos and it's up to you to figure out how you want to play and what you want to build. There are four levels of difficulty. Peaceful, easy, normal, and hard. And four different game modes. Adventure, survival, creative, and spectator. When you're in creative mode, you can just chill out and build stuff without worrying about staying alive. It's great for new and younger players, though all ages love this mode because they can show off all the cool stuff they built. There's also spectator mode, where you just watch other players do what they do. Adventure and survival mode are similar, but adventure mode is designed for gamers to play on downloadable maps created by other players. In both modes, you must survive as many days as possible, and a day in the Minecraft universe is about 20 minutes. You collect resources, build structures, and basically have to survive the mobs. Oh, mobs can be anything! A mob can be a chicken, a cow, or a zombie. Sometimes they're hostile mobs, which means they don't like you when they attack you. There can be neutral mobs, which they basically only attack you if you attack them. Also, there's chicken jockeys, which is basically a baby zombie riding a chicken. They're pretty rad. Oh, just so you know, the graphics in Minecraft aren't very good. They use 16-bit graphics, which is like a Sega Genesis or a Super Nintendo. Those game systems are from the late 1900s. Hey, don't call the 90s the late 1900s. Well, it's true, so... Sorry, not sorry? Anyway, there can be violence in the game when you're fighting the mobs of witches and chicken jockeys, but the blocky graphics make it feel very unrealistic and not too scary. Honestly, I don't care that the graphics aren't very good because the game is so fun and has infinite possibilities. Minecraft is so popular now that it has spawned five spin-off games, books, toys, merchandise, and an interactive choose-your-own-adventure Netflix show. And an upcoming feature film, which I'm really, really, really hyped about. Yes! Everett, can you please tell the grown-ups why you and the tenor should get more screen time to play Minecraft? Well, there's Minecraft Education Edition, which is where your kid can create things you did math and science. You can gather elements from the periodic table, like sodium, which you combine with TNT and make it explode underwater. So, not only is it just a fun game, but it uses real science to teach us as we play. Thank you so much, Everett. And if you're wondering if Minecraft is safe to play, our friends at Common Sense Media give it four stars and recommend it for kids ages eight and up. And since players can create maps and environments, there is a possibility it might not be safe for kids playing multiplayer. The best way to minimize the risk of exposure to inappropriate content, language, and interactions is to let them join a realm, which is an invitation-only personal Minecraft server for up to 10 players created by someone they know. Or you can search for vetted Minecraft servers just for kids. All right, Pam, did that do the trick for you? Wow, I actually learned a lot. Thank you, Ryan and Everett. Welcome to the Trivia Room. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I'm in the Trivia Room! I am so excited! Hi, Tessa! 
Hey, Everett. Are you ready to try out the Trivia Throne, where I ask guests today's trivia question? Yes, of course I am. I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. Let's go. Awesome. What is going on here? Trivia on the 10. Serena Williams is the undeniable greatest of all time, but she didn't get to the top alone. Her sister Venus Williams is also a tennis champion, and the two of them have won Olympic gold playing doubles together. But how many times have Venus and Serena won the gold medal in doubles tennis? Is it A, three times, B, four times, or C, five times? Everett, what do you think? I think A, because there's no way, I said no way, that someone could win four or five times gold medal in the Olympics. That's just insane. Tenors, did you guess it? The answer is A. Venus and Serena have won three gold medals playing doubles together at the Olympics. They both are famous for their careers playing singles, but together they are truly unstoppable. Way to go. Maybe I should start playing tennis with my brother, Bennett. Totally. Hey, tenors, do you want to sit on the trivia throne and share your trivia knowledge? Visit thetennews.com slash contact to get in touch, and we might have you on the show. Oh, Pamela, I never thought I'd say this, but I think I've played enough games today. <laughs> wow. Well, here's an idea. Maybe you should read a book. Check out this copy of Holes. Ooh, I like that idea. And I'll start wrapping up the show. But first, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust? You need Shopify for retail. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Shopify's sleek, reliable POS hardware takes every major payment method and looks fabulous at the same time. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash lifestyle, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash lifestyle to take your retail business to the next level today. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Thanks for listening to The 10 News. Our show is now weekly and drops every Wednesday. But if you want some bonus content, you could join the Tenors Club on our website or on Apple Podcasts. Club members get special bonus content and more. Check out the website or our channel on Apple. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts. The 10 News creative team is swinging their rackets and includes Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Adam Bernard, and Tessa Flannery. Special thanks to our kid correspondent, Everett. 
Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Pamela Kirkland. I'm Ryan Willard, and thanks for listening to The 10 News. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.